Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Two Brothers in the Bible. I'm your co-host, The OSG, here with the sick one. Yeah, 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 yeah. What it do? What it do? What up? What up? So check this out. We're going to get straight to the point. Men need men. That's it. Men need godly men. And a shout out to and salute to the single parent women who've been holding it down. Salute y'all. We here to empower and always encourage. First John 4, 4 says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. That's what's up, man. That's so true, man. Big ups to those single moms, man. They y'all here doing y'all thing, and we appreciate y'all. And uh, hey, for real, men need men. It can't be no more simple than that. So again, we all the way straight from Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, what I mean, it's just two brothers decided to do something. We just want to do it real. We want to keep it real. And again, we are two of the most perfectly imperfect people you ever gonna meet. Yeah, we we don't man. We mess up every day. We struggle every day, man. We face insurmountable heights and lows every day, man. We come to the table every day with the struggle. The struggle is real, man. So we, yeah. this is just our thoughts, our take on things. Yeah. You know, we ain't got we ain't got the right answers. We just got our answers. So, OSG, man, how how's this podcast going to work, man? As we explore the Bible, we're gonna talk on real life subjects. We're gonna talk on um, just any and everything. And so, how how what's that look like, bro? So what that look like? For, so for um, there are 66 books in the Bible, and see we know that that Christ is the chief cornerstone, cornerstone. also the cornerstone of the Bible, and, and for He's the foundation. So what we can do is say each book is a brick. So okay. we're gonna be going to Romans, and Romans is gonna be the 45th brick. Yeah, and we we talking about the bricks you build with, right? The bricks you okay, build okay. with, right, right, right. Well, we from a couple of bricks we know about, <laughs> right? Bro. Exactly, we, right. We ain't talking about them bricks, right, bro, right, right. Nah, yeah, but real talk though. Again, we want to we want to have fun with this thing, you know. But we also want to keep it real, you know, for both of us, man. And we'll get into our stories later on in the episode. But for both of us, man, you know, Christ saved our lives because there's there was a BC sick one. And there was a BC, the OSG. And so before Christ is what BC stands for. And so before him, man, our lives were even worse. Yeah. You know, I heard it from a, a great rapper, man. My dude said, I was messed up before got saved and then messed, messed up, up some, some more stuff, stuff man. Hey, that's my guy. Who was that? Bizzle? Bizzle. Yeah. yeah God yeah. over money. God over money. So I heard that verse and it's the truth, man. So we just out here just trying to keep it real. Again, we're going to have some fun. And so. One thing we're going to do every segment, though, is we're going to have a wild, crazy question. So, uh, OSG, man, give me a number between 1 and 250. 1 and 250. Let's see here. Let's go with that 66. Oh, man. <laughs> 66. You keeping it all the way legit, making me scroll out here in these <laughs> streets, bro. All right, let's see what we got. Number 66. The question of the day is, would you rather go to the moon or go to Mars? Hmm. Would I rather go to the moon or to Mars? Oh, man. Where would I rather go? I don't know, man. From what I remember, CPS schooling. Yeah, Mars. <laughs> shout out to CPS. Mars is the color red, ain't it? I believe so, man. Yeah. Um, I believe so. You know. You can fact check us on that, too, anytime. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would rather go, I'll take the moon. Take the moon? Why, man? Yeah. I don't know, man. Just, you know. Well, who is it? Lance Armstrong? Yeah. He's the man on the moon? Yeah. You know, why not have Lance the Lance Armstrong, wait a minute, wait a minute, oh. bro. He was a cyclist. 
Oh, uh, oops. Yeah, yeah. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Bro. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm See, over yeah. here agreeing with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Bro. Check this out, though. CPS math, <laughs> education works. Right. It is the red planet. There we go. First win of the day. First win of the day. <laughs> We're going to the moon. Yeah. Going to the moon, man. We're going to the moon. That's what's Infinity up. Infinity and beyond. Okay. What's that? Uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah. yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Man. <laughs> That's crazy. We out here watching four year old versions out here in these streets, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. So, all right. But look, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough decision. Do I want to go to the moon or want to go to Mars? I feel like I want to go to Mars because it's red. Right. Yeah. Now, I ain't never been to the moon either, but I'm just saying, if I'm going to yeah. go somewhere, I want to go somewhere new, because I might not come back. We you, Once you get out there, you probably ain't coming back. I mean, that's just, it's, a, it's probably a one-way trip. I man. wonder, do the, do the sun ever shine on the moon? That's a, I, I don't know, because I don't want darkness all the time. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not no scientist, bro. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. That ain't Even good. though you do like the periodic table. I mean, that's different. That's right. the elements. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's the elements. So. Good. So, look, that's the question of the day. Um, we gonna we gonna we gonna keep this thing rolling, and so I kind of want to get into a little bit again as we talked about before the BC version. We want to lay the foundation, the groundwork of who we are and why we decided to do this podcast. And so again, you know, it was just it was two of us trying to figure out life um, and just really trying to figure out how we survive. You know, because as we came into the gospel, we found Christ. The question always begged: How do you live a Christ-centered life? but not be of the world when you have so many things of the world that you live and even based upon our past life. So how do we do that and still be successful? Cause I felt like every day I was failing every day. I wasn't doing right. So before we go really into that and deep into that, I want to give a little context on our backgrounds. And so today we have the OSG who's going to kind of give us a little bit um, of his story um, and we get a chance to hold that story and hear that story because we firmly believe that when you get to know people, when you hear their story, when you really listen, when you learn how to listen, because I'm listening to learn, not trying to answer, not trying to solve his problem, but I'm listening to learn about him, about his life, about his trials, about his tribulations, about his journey. I, we firmly believe that when you do that, man, you, you can't walk away from that person saying, man, I don't like this person or still have hate for a person because when you get to know somebody's story, man, you realize that we are more alike than we are different. Um, and we know in this time frame right now, in, in June 15, 2020, with all the protests, you know, George Floyd, um, Timothy Thomas, all the, I mean, there's a multitude of names that we could go through. We know that things are crazy out in these streets. We know it's, it's wild out here. And so we wanted to come together, especially now, and just... This is how we have peace, man. Get to know somebody, man. Listen to learn. So, OG, man, tell us a little about about you, man, and in your journey, man. Um, yeah. So, so I'm not gonna get real extensive and long about it, but I'm a Cincinnati native. Grew up here in Cincinnati. I was born in the Zone 15. That's Lincoln Hikes. I grew up. Shout out to the Sugar Shack. It's not looking too good right now, but you know. Oh <laughs> right, boy. Low so <laughs> I grew up out there. Um, for for one, I never I never knew who my biological father is. Right now, today, I still don't know who he is. But um, but I grew up there, and I ended up moving down south for a little while. Where down south, I had an incident happen where I was molested at the age of eight. You know what I'm saying? And 
and that took a that took a toll on me. That took a hold on me. And then we moved back to Cincinnati and end up living in Wind Terrace. Shout out to Brick City. You know, I ended up living there for a while and there it was around the 90s. That's when the crack epidemic was real strong. And um my, my mom and my and her boyfriend, who I call Pops, they um they was you know addicted to drugs at the time. And just, you know, dealing with that and being bullied, being picked on, being talked about. And I had that all that took a toll on me. And you know, dealing with that and coming up in 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 the school, fighting all the time, trying to live up to a name that people would call my parents. And it was really it was a tough struggle for me. And now I'm 40 years old, just turned 40. Lordy Lordy, I'm 40. Big four oh. Right. So, you know, and and even through that and end up end up getting married and then end up getting divorced too. And um, and then on top of that is just struggling with with having a mental illness and and shot down support to anybody that struggle with mental illness is real and we 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 have feelings and emotions and we're human too. Real talk, man. Hey, real and and to speak on that, man. Black people get we go to counselors. Go to see it. Go see somebody if you struggle with any type of mental yeah. illness, man. Because it is you're not real. alone. Yeah, you're not alone, man. It's, it's real. And take that medicine. Yeah, yeah. If you got it, it's no different than, you know, if my pops. You know, he had heart, he had heart issues, man. He wouldn't take no meds, man. He died of a massive heart attack. So it's no different if they prescribe you with heart medication, blood pressure. It's the same difference, man. Yeah. So, but man, I thank you for your story, man, and, and I thank you for sharing, man. That was that was deep, man. Yeah. And so, tell me more about, like, how that stuff affected you. Like, you know, you talked about, I mean, and that's huge, man, being vulnerable like that. You talked about being molested. You talked about the mental illness, being mm-hmm. bullied. Like, how, like, what'd that do for you, man? Like, how'd that affect you as you were growing up? And even in the relationships, like, moving forward, like, okay. how did that? Well, um, how that affect me was, um, I, I ended up having a conversation with my mother before she passed, um, and I asked her, I remember sitting across the table from her and I asked her, like, the reason why you stay with with Pops is because even though all the stuff that they've been through and the um, domestic violence, and I told her, like, she would stay because she dealt with abandonment issues. Yeah. You know, at, at 12 years old, my grandfather abandoned my grandmother, abandoned my mother and left her at the babysitter and never came back to get her. Yeah. And like, and, and for me was I felt that same abandonment issue. Like, even though they was physically in the house, they're emotionally checked out. I remember moms walking around when she was high, she'd be looking at the floor, looking for stuff on the floor. And I just, and they, and they, they, they whole demeanor would change. But I, I say that too, also that my mom is passed, but my pops, he gave his life to the Lord. Right now he's still alive and he's doing his thing. We, we stay connected and I'm proud of him. I want to put that out there now. Yeah. You know, but it, it had its, it took its toll and it took its toll on me mentally, and it affected me on into my my relationship and into my marriage because I would latch on to women and find a quality that I thought that my mom should have had, and I latch yeah. on to a quality that that female had because yeah. of how I wasn't felt with that parental love. God, yeah, that's a true statement. Yeah, yeah. So with that. Tell me more about. You said you just attached. Like, what? Tell me more about that. Like, attached. Like, okay. Like, I was attached because, like, 
like my mom, she would she would say like, "Oh, I love you," and 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 um, you know, I remember one time where where I, I was a part of the drum the the um, marching band, and uh, I remember the drum line. <laughs> yeah, something like drumline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Wind Hills Feather Rest. That's, That's old school. That's old school. So, um, but I remember going over to um, marching at up up in Wind Terrace, and I remember looking out in the audience, and everybody parent was there, but mine wasn't there. They, were, I remember, they was at home getting high, and then, and the reason why I say that is because. I got attached to someone that would show me attention, show me affection, and I would latch on to that, even though that that particular person may be dealing with their own brokenness. So my brokenness meet with another brokenness, and it's it's it's, it's something it's not going it's not going to work out right. And I was just dependent on these females. And like I said, men need men. Yeah, they do. So. With, with that statement, did you have men around you? I mean, like you said you never knew, like, you never knew your dad, your birthday, right? Right. And then you said you had a pops who kind of stepped in with your mom's boyfriend. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So like, so did you have like this this concept of men need men? Tell me more about that. And did you have that? No, I I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I grew up around mostly women. Like you know, my grandmother and she had like. She had three sisters. They was called the four Snoop sisters. And they called them the Snoop sisters because they was in everybody's business, bro. <laughs> yeah, and like every yeah. single one of them are gone and passed on now. But they 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 were strong women of faith. And when I was 26 and I had an identity crisis and I was trying to figure out, like, search for who I was. And I, and I, I didn't know who my, who my biological father was. And I was just searching. The only thing that I can remember is all of those women had a relationship with the Lord, or was at least attempting to have one, right, yeah, and yeah. that that what that's what pushed me to the that edge. Seed, that, that, seed. that seed was yeah, planted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's that? Proverbs twenty two and six. Train a child up in the way he should go, and when he get old, he won't turn. He will never depart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Man, that's a. Hey, I, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, you no know, problem, and, man. And, and for sharing your story and. Man, I, I, I can't even relate to what that's like. And that's the unique thing. That's your story, your journey. Um, but we thank you for that, man. Right, that's, right. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But, you know, I and I, I think it's, you said something that was real profound was the part of identity crisis, right? And I, I feel like I feel like everybody at some point has that moment where they're trying to figure out who they are. They're trying to figure out what's my identity, you know, and and, it, and it's that seed that was planted. Who knows how long ago, right? Right, that right. Came back. Yeah. And that's the first thing that popped in your head was right. like, okay, well, let me go here. Because like, when you, when you don't know your identity, man, you lost, man. Like, right. you, you know what I mean? You out here just trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, it's like that one thing popped in your head, man. So yeah. that was, that was huge, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, and so you know, and that's and that's what we about. You know, we wanna we wanna put put stories out there in the air, and, and for anybody out there that you know can hear his story, and 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 you think that like you relate to that, or you got something similar, similar, sorry, something similar, man. We wanna hear from you. We wanna hear, you know, your story. We wanna hear your comments. You know, we wanna you know. Hear what's going on in your world, man. If you got any questions or anything you want to ask us, 
man, we here. You know, just drop us a line, an email. We'll drop all that stuff on the on the on the podcast. But yeah, man, let us know for real because that's what it's about. We want to be here to listen, to learn about your story. Because sometimes all it takes is that seed to bring forth a harvest ten years later, twenty years later. We don't know when, but this could be that one moment where we listen and that seed is planted. So we want to be able to do that. So that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's good. So, and that's also our real life application, right? Like it's, it's never, I used to hear it all the time in class you know, when I was going to school, right? It used to be like, no questions, a dumb question, hmm. right? And I, so we, we kind of echo the same thing. And so there's never a situation that's greater him above right there's never a situation that you can't get out of there's never a situation that that you can't get help but there's always situations that you can get stuck in if you stay silent mm-hmm. yeah and so we we you know make sure you speak and so if it's this platform if it's somebody you know a trusted friend a brother a mother a confident whoever make sure you speak make sure you you say make sure you tell them be vulnerable with the ones that you love, the ones that you trust. Don't give your trust away to everybody. Don't be vulnerable right. with everybody. Trust is earned. Yeah, but the ones mm-hmm. that you that you know that you trust with, if you got, again, whoever is that close person to you, man, tell them. And if you don't have that person, I'm here to tell you this right here, this podcast, this recording, this platform. Again, not to be in public, but you can reach out. You can reach out to me. Or the OSG man, and you can tell us, man. We hear, we got an ear, and we want to hear. Yeah. We won't do nothing but listen to you. Yeah. If anything else, and then whatever, and we'll problem solve together. But that's what it's about. This platform. If you don't have that person, you can call us. You can chime into us, email us, whatever the case is. And we will go from there, and that's what it's about. So, um, yeah, we we definitely know that. So, we know that some of these topics can be heavy, and. Uh, we want to hear the phone ring in the background. That's crazy. We got all type of stuff jumping off here. Hopefully, Mike got our first call. I don't know. Right, right, right. You exactly. Know I, mean? yeah. I don't know. <laughs> might be a call from Mars. Right. It might be a red planet. <laughs> right. Talking about what's good. Right. You know what I mean? So, but look, we want to keep it light. So, before we go into, you know, we're going to do our, our, our next section or next segment, I should say, would be around scripture. Again, what book, what brick we on? We're going to the 45th brick. 45th brick, which is Romans. And so before we do that, man, you know, we want to kind of break the levity. And, and you know, because my brother over here, the OSG, has just reached the big 4-0. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he likes to do these things called dad jokes, man. So, you know, we're we going we gonna to give him give him the mic real quick and see what kind of joke he has today. And again, I want you to comment on this. If you like it, say something. If you hate it, say something. If it's corny and whack, say something, bro, because we got to know, because he be bringing all types of dad jokes. What you got for us, cuz? Okay, okay, okay. How do you make holy water? How do you make holy water? I don't know, man. How? I'll boil the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Hey, bro. I don't know if that was just funny because he said it or if it was like really funny, but it made me laugh, bro. So, oh, man. Okay, okay. That's one for the books. All right, all right. We got it. So that's the OSG ODJ, Honest Dad Jokes, man. So we every every podcast, we're going to have one of those uh, dad jokes in there, um, and then we'll transition into our scripture. So 
today again we're gonna we're gonna dive into Romans uh, Romans the 45th brick of, of Romans here and so we want to set the context around Romans first and so if you never really read Romans or if you read Romans trying to figure out I like Romans because Roman the book of Romans talks about the exact culture that we are seeing today in the 21st century um, and to bring some more context around the culture, we have to remember or really understand what was going on at the time. And so the the emperor at the time in Rome was Nero. Now, you know, if you don't know anything about Nero, look him up. This dude, man, he didn't like anybody that didn't like him. If you weren't bowing down, praising Nero, he was coming after you. I mean, he, this dude even got his own mom's killed, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he got oh, his yeah. own mom's killed, yeah, bro. Yeah, he real deal. He real yeah, deal. Yeah, to the point yeah. to where he would, I mean, he would, I mean, savagely beat you. And even for Christians in the new, and you know, the new church, the new, you know, this is right after. This is about maybe 45, 47, no, fifty-seven. This is fifty-seven mm-hmm. A.D. after Christ had already had, had come. And so, I mean, Nero was doing everything, man. Like especially for Christians, because he didn't like them because Christians wouldn't bow down to him. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't honor him because they honored Christ. They saw Christianity as the way, the truth, the light. And so they were they were following him. And so whenever he asked them to bow down and worship Nero, Nero was like, y'all didn't want to do it. The Christians was like, we ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So he would throw them to wild dogs and watch them be torn apart. Hey, shout alive. out to those Christians that didn't, didn't give in. And then he was like, then he was, uh, he was impaling them and lighting and putting them like, lighting them up like torches. Tiki torches. Like tiki torches at night to, to like light the like way. The what? Yeah. Man. So this is this is this, this is the guy that was doing it. so Christians in this time frame were under extreme persecution. And remember, none of the apostles or Paul, they hadn't been there yet, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't know if I think it was said that like at Pentecost, I think you know, because people traveled that people were converted and went back to Rome. That's how the early church started in Rome. Um but again, so the apostles hadn't been there. So these individuals, these early Christian Jews and Gentiles, and Gentiles is anybody else that's not a Jew. Any culture, religion that's not a Jew that believes in, you know, obviously Christianity, but just Gentile period is anybody that's not a Jew. So the Jews and Gentiles are living together, but this is where the early church had formed. Mm-hmm. And again, the apostles had been there. Paul hadn't been there yet, right? And mm-hmm. so he's writing his leather, I think, from Corinth. Um, if I'm, I'm accurate on that, I don't know. We'll have to see, but... So this is what's happening in this culture. This is like, this is this is the culture of living in there. And if I remember correctly, Nero had Paul beheaded and he crucified Peter. Upside down. Well, Peter, I think Peter, if I remember, I don't know, if I could be wrong, but I think Peter asked to be crucified upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Because he, he said he wasn't worthy enough to be crucified the same way yep. Jesus was. Yeah. But this is the guy, this is what he did, right? And so, so this is the culture that's going on, you know, and it's, it's, it's great because... Paul is is giving this 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 letter of hope, and so the big things we're going to see are about sin, salvation, growth, sovereignty, sovereignty, sovereignty. Sorry, I can't speak in service, and I like it because Paul is giving us um, almost like a a, a, a blueprint, right, mm-hmm. on how to how to deal with persecution, how to get through the troubled times, because there's all type of stuff going on, and so he talks about how. We are saved by grace. That means it's unearned, it's undeserved favor from God through faith, which is complete trust in Christ and his finished work. And so through him, we can stand before God justified and not guilty. 
I mean, that's huge, man. Yeah. That's 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 huge. The yeah. fact that again, we talked about before. I know I don't deserve any of it. Right. As much as I don't give, man, I don't deserve any of it. But that because we don't deserve just a little. No, just a little. Bro. Nothing. Uh, ain't nothing I can do. Ain't nothing I can can do, did do, will do. That's gonna give me that. It's by His grace alone. Yes. By His grace alone. Yes. That we have it, and it's through the faith, man, that we are able to stand justified before the great King. Yeah. The ultimate rule, the ultimate judge. You know how you know. Look, unfortunately, we don't been in court. Yeah. And if anybody's been in court, know when you stand in front of that judge, your life is in the judge's hands. Whatever he's feeling that day, if he got in a fight with his wife, man, if his kids cussed him out, I don't know what happened that yeah, morning. He gone. He, gone. he coming to the bench uh, with wrath, with wrath, with a chip on his shoulder, and then here you come, and now he's he can now he has a whole book that he can decide how he wants to do this thing. Mm. And he can either give you 50 years, five years, and we see that because we see so many unjust dealings. We see a person who has an ounce of crack get 15 years and somebody who goes out and kills somebody and they get probation. Mm. We, we see, we've seen it every day. And so we think about God in that sense because he's the ultimate judge. Yeah. And so imagine me standing before God and I got to be like, am I perfect or am I not? I'm not perfect. Right. So because I'm not perfect, I got sins. And because I got sins, these are, th- these are things he's judging us on. Right? Yeah, because like when you when you say that that um that courtroom scene, it reminds me of this, this Christian movie I was watching, and um they, they they said, Is there anybody who will stand on this man's behalf? Ah. And Jesus walks in the courtroom and say, I will, Your Honor. And he take, he takes that cup of wrath. He took that for us. Yeah, as he did, right? Knowing, knowing that I would get messed up, get saved, and mess up some more stuff. Like, right. And I like that because not only did he come in and say, I will, but he took our place. Yeah. We're at the we're at the table, handcuffed, ready to go. And not only did he stand up and speak for us, but he says, whatever the judgment is, I'm taking his place. So uncuff him, let him go free and put me in the cuffs. I now represent and I take on his crimes. I take on his sin. I take on mm-hmm. his judgment. Jesus did that for us mm. on the cross, at the cross. He came to the cross and did that for you and I. He said, man, I'm, I'm standing and speaking for you, but I'm also going to take your place. So we're now able to be uncuffed right there, walk out with our families and go on living. And the crazy thing about it is everybody's going to leave the court. And guess what? Sometimes you and I forget that he saved us and took our place and we leave that courtroom too. Yeah. Privilege too, like we like, like we, we like, privilege, yeah. like we got like we yeah oh, yeah. What yeah. this do to me? While he's standing in the judgment seat, yeah. taking the judgment, and we don't stay there to hear the verdict or to lament or to cry with him or to you know what I mean. We just leave. We 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 get these get these gifts and we just walk out the courtroom completely absent-minded of what just happened. I know I'm guilty of that, bro. Uh, me too. I know I'm guilty of that. Now, that me ha- too. I, man, I'll be having some days. I'll be waking up getting gut shots when I read that word, and he be reminding me, and it just reminds me. Like sometimes I get so lost in my arrogance that I forget what God did. Even as a Christian, even saved as a Christian, I walk in the arrogance of my Christianity sometimes, and I lose sight of what Jesus did for me on the cross. And I'm still I'm walking around like. Yeah, 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 I know this. I did this. I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this, or, 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 man, I'm, I'm living a good life. I'm living right. Man, wait a minute, bro. What? Yeah. 
Yeah. What? Yeah. That's why that daily getting in the word, get that daily gut check. Man. Is, hey, man, that word is life, man. Yeah. Hey, because cause, I'm tell you what, man. The way I look at it, when I get in that word, and remember, cause I, I, and we'll get into to Romans in a minute, but I always think about the word being like Mike Tyson, right? Right? We look at it. Now, this... This is the Mike Tyson of Prime because God can't get knocked out though, right? Before the bite off the ear. Before the bite off the ear, because you think about it, what happened? He was hungry. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we back in the slave days with eating pig ears and snout oh, and man. knuckles. I'm from the south now, bro. Right. We used to eat the whole. Thing. I, I, I can't even handle that. Yeah, we used to beat tongue, all that. Bro. I'm a city boy, but we digress. We digress. Right. So the way I look at it, right, is 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 God's the Tyson, right? And you know that when he hits you with that haymaker, you're going down. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming, right? So reading that word reminds you that now people might say, oh, what about when when, when, when he, he fell? Well, you got to realize the reason he fell, which is the difference between us and God and Jesus, is that when he fell, he, he lost track of what got him there. He started getting into women, started having a fun party. It was the same arrogance that we just talked about. See, he left the training table that got him to his elite status and he started living for the world. He started living in the world, of the world, the cars, the money, the fame. What's what's Robin? What's your name? Um, Robin Givens. Robin Givens, yeah. right? He went and got you a star. You started living well. Started living well. And if you look out through the course of history, man, anytime we start to do that, Adam and Eve, they were living well. Then the enemy came in, who was who who was more cunning than any, any oh, yeah. other beast in the field. He was wild. And, and, and then at one point, we got arrogant. And we stepped out of the thing that was getting, that was keeping us, and we started following our own passion. And what happened when we followed our own passion? Dude, busy here. Black, black, Buster Douglas was fighting for his mom and knocked him down. Mm. Dude, they've been right since. But we can appreciate him because his fight, he never gave up the fight. Man, dude's in shape now. Dude's like 50, 60. You seen him the other day on the screen? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I still don't want to fight. Still have. Still don't want to fight, dude. Yeah. Still, yeah, Mike, we no. love you. I want to see you back in the ring, man. I can't wait. Man, you just you man, you you saved a generation, man, because you you gave people man hope that they can that they can get out. You know what I mean? And so, but that's how I relate it, man. Like when we lose track of what God is here, when the world starts to creep in and we take our eyes from the word to the world, and that's what happens. And I've seen it, man. When I take my eyes from the world to the world, man, I sin every time. I said all I said all the time, but I definitely I can see it. I know it happens. I can sit back and watch it every time. I gotta take and so I gotta remind myself, which is why we have to have men in our corner. Like you said, men need men because men, men, men need men. The reason why is because men help men get their eyes from the world back to the word. <laughs> ah, facts. Yes. Yes. Crazy, bro. Yeah, so so we'll go through a little bit of Romans and, and you know, we'll we uh you know, and so again, you know, Paul, Paul begins his message to the Romans by vividly portraying the sinfulness of all humankind, explaining how forgiveness is available through faith in Christ and showing what believers experience in life through their new faith. We learn of the certainty of faith to becoming a Christian into living the Christian life. Apart from faith, we have no hope in life. So is there anything in Romans that, that stood out to you? Any any particular scripture or anything that you that you uh, um, that you latch on to um, offhand? I don't. Romans twelve two. Romans twelve. Let me go to 
on his 12, but we in chapter one. Oh, you said anything that stuck out. Yeah, that's my, my yeah, bad. That's right, bad. right. That's my bad, you know. You straight with the 12 on me, though. Yeah, I jumped. I jumped. jumped. So we, to clarify, we in Romans chapter one. Yeah. Trust me, my, my man, OG, man, he got a he got a biblical memory that's crazy. You, you, you say a scripture, and he'll tell you the verse ASAP. I mean, he know he know the word back, and that's his gift, man. He is He's a beautiful son of God, man. I'm so happy to call him my brother. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing that stood out to me. Um, was Romans 1 verse 8. It says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all because your faith is being proclaimed throughout the whole world. And this is Paul talking to the early church. And so I just like how he, he gives honor to those that are, that are doing it, right? And I, I think we don't do that enough. We we see other people that are in the faith and and we don't we don't often we just we just don't give them that honor. We don't give them that glory. You said something that's that's very impactful. You said, um, I thank my God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that, yeah. That, that's that's the key, through yeah. Jesus Christ. He did too, yeah. He's the only way to God. Yeah. Now, in the, so if you don't know Paul, Paul was, was, before he was an apostle, Paul was persecuting Christians. Paul was like the modern day Thanos. Oh, he would Thanos snap and he would get rid of Christians like crazy. I mean, Paul was coming after him. I mean, Paul was on par to be one of the great Pharisees, Sadducees. I mean, he was in the religious elite. He was being trained in Greek, trained him. He had language, knowledge, strategy. He was he was like the military strategist. Like Paul, Paul had skills, right? And so, what I like was so great about it is when. Paul was on the road to Damascus. He was going after Christians. God blinded him, right? And so he was spiritually blind, but then God had to give him physical blindness too. And so, and it wasn't until he had spiritual sight that his physical sight came back. And so sometimes we see that too in our lives is that we, we are often walking around with physical sight, but we're spiritually blind. Mm -hmm. And so then God had to blind him both. And it took an uneducated man to come to him, listening to God. God said, I need you to go tell Paul. And again, this guy was shook because he knew who Paul was. Mm -hmm. Like, are you sure you want me to go do this? This guy's killing Christians. God, he's like, but God, it's your will. I'm going to do it. And he went. And he, and then Paul was converted because that identity crisis. Everything was stripped from him. Yes. He was spiritually blind. He was physically yes. blind. He didn't know. And then God came in. And then God said, God Thanos snapped him right back into sight. Mm. And next thing I know, He's fighting on the other side. So you had something you was about to say something. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Romans 1 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation. To everyone who believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Man. 116. Yes. I, and it's funny because I just had that I got that highlighted oh see there we I got go got that highlighted right that's how that spirit works and I, and I think that's good again for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes the Jew first and also the Greek mm -hmm. and again you can you know some older version might say Gentiles but that's anybody else that's not a Jew Greek covers everybody else because that was one of the major uh cultures that came about that kind of ushered in this new era and so you 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 look at Greek Gentiles everybody else that's foreign to the Jews foreign to God and even the Jews were saying they were foreign so it's like that but that's where Jesus came through 
I'm coming from my people, and my people includes everybody. So he cleared it up. Mm-hmm. A lot of arguments out there. Who's who? Who's original people? Who's this? Who's that? He's telling you everybody is the original people. I came from the Jews. It's like if I say I'm not going to be like, hey, my original people are or are white people. I'm black, but they're, they're still my people, right? Mm-hmm. So I say my family's name first. I'm coming from my family, and then I'm coming for everybody else because everybody is my people. Everybody. Right? everybody, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, and different doesn't matter. Ethnic cultures, it doesn't. He's coming for everybody. He says he's telling right now that everybody mm-hmm. is there. Yeah, that, that was a good one, man. That's that was, and so I'm, I'm gonna end. Or right, if you got another one, no, nah, um, I have another one. I'm gonna, there's two little sections here 126, Romans 1, 126, or Romans 1, verse 26. Sorry about that, I get some confusion. It says, For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged a natural function. For that which is unnatural, and in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons to do penalty of their error. Now I like that too, and some of the things that I focus on is the piece where it says burned in their desire toward one another, right? And it's it's whenever we do something out of the natural order that God has made it that we all sin, which is why we all are guilty of sin. Because I can't say how many things I did things out of the natural order. Like you were saying before, like I've been through two divorces. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the natural order. I got kids out of wedlock. I'm out of the natural order. Right. I can't tell you college. I was wild and like crazy. Again, I was BC Mike, and I'll tell my story next time. But as many times I was, you know, having premarital sex and doing other things, I was way out. Yeah. I was out of the natural world. I was yeah. in my own desires. I was burning, burning in my own desires, right? Of the natural function of how we're supposed to operate. Um, and again, and that's their error, right? Receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. So he's telling you, this is no, but you can't blame, I can't blame you because you, oh, you Christian person said this. I can't blame somebody else. This is your desire. So because it's your desire, you're doing what you want to do. You are going to receive in your own persons, the due penalty of your error. You're going to get your just desserts. And so when things happen, we can't get mad at somebody else because this is, it, it, it's my fault. It's my desire. But then he's also giving you a way out. Yeah. Which is faith through Christ, who, who we said before, this guy is walking in the courtroom saying, I'll take your place. But imagine some of our arrogance who say, no, I got this. <laughs> I don't need you to take my place. Right. I got this. I'm going to deal with this. And so because you say I'm going to deal with this, when he gives you 50, 60 years in one of the most hardened prisons, guess what? You're going to have to deal with that when you could have been free mm. if you have faith in him. Let's go. Let's if you go. accept it, you yeah. could have been free. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So, yeah, I, I like that, man. And again, you know, we're just kind of giving a synopsis of Romans. We encourage you to read Romans 1. And if you have questions, um, you know, again, by no means are we pastors by no means are we uh theology majors seminary majors man we're just two brothers and a bible Bible. and this is what god has given us and we like to use it because it's real it's for the practical it's for the individual in the street it's for the person who who hasn't walked them doors of the church who can't get down with all that higher theological you know esoteric type study but 
I just want to know how it relates to me. That how is this how it relates to me? The person that's in the street that's been doing so wrong, the person that's been somewhere that's been lost for so long, how does God love me? How's he going to love me? How's this helping my situation? Back and we saw it. We Back saw it. Back to the basics, man. We saw that because the Romans who were being persecuted, you hear the car going by again, we in our garage, two brothers with a Bible in the garage right. is where we started, right? <laughs> right? We all the way real. Right. But like we saw, how they get through it? Being tossed to wild dogs, torn apart while alive, being lit up on a tiki torch and burned like a flame as, 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 as a torch for people to come in. And Paul's saying, this is how you get through because it was those early church Christians that knew that God is the way, that Jesus is the way that allowed them to hold true. Because in that time, there were a lot, there were a lot of people out there, right, that, that, that were giving themselves up, that were turning to other Christians because Nero was offering a sweet pot. And so they were like, nah, they Christians over there. So they would turn themselves in. So not only were they under persecution by near, but they were under persecution by some of the brothers and sisters of faith that claimed to be the brothers and sisters of faith. Mm. And so they were under persecution by everybody from all sides. And so Romans is saying that no matter where you're at, man, there's a way. In this early church, Christians, they showed us that. Yeah. Being thrown to wild dogs, torn, being beheaded. I mean, this dude, again, Nero was killing everybody. If his left hand didn't like his right hand, Nero was cutting his left hand off, literally, because he was against him. He didn't like anybody. Brother, sister, cousin, dad, uncle, son, child. It didn't matter so much, man, that he got to a point, I think it was a point to where he put forth a plan because he wanted to get rid of certain people, wanted to redo the city. He lit his whole city on fire. And then he, he took so much political scrutiny that he ended up blaming on the Christians, which gave more rise and more fuel to his plot yep. to get rid of the Christians. Yeah. This dude was a murderer. This dude was just, he was ravenous. Savage. 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 And we and that's why I said I like Romans because it talks about the culture of today. So, so again, you know, we're going to end it there. We want to keep it short. We don't want to go too long because, you know, I know how it is listening to these extra long podcasts, bro. Sometimes, I mean, you know, my memory, my, my, my time... And my mind frame and my my attention to detail just goes, bro. So we want to keep it short. We don't want to keep it too long. Right. We understand. But we just wanted to just share our point of view. And so, you know what I mean? That's just our take on Romans 1. Next podcast, again, we're going to do this twice a month. We're going to go over 24, 24 books. No, 24 chapters, which will cover Romans, 1 John 1, and Jude. That's going to cover 24 because we're only doing this twice a month. And we're going to go from there. OSG, what you yep. got for us, bro? As we exit, we build with the strength on the chief, chief cornerstone. Remember that. Brick upon brick, life upon life, challenge upon challenge. You know what? Game time. Let the renovation begin. Hey, for real. Amen to that. Amen to that. So we hope to see y'all next time. Again, let us know what y'all think. Feedback is welcome. Positive, negative, don't matter, man, because... I'd have been, I don't been drugged through the mud and back already. So you can tell us whatever, man. Cause again, we just keeping it real. We know what real is. So let us know what you think. Thank y'all for tuning in. We will have guests. We'll get some people that know more about this than we do. We got a lot of good mentors out there. And so we'll hopefully have them on for some segments and break down some of this book, give us some context and give you some, some more fruit. Um, but thank y'all. We love y'all. And trust me, we love everybody. Cause again, we all in the same boat. We all in the same boat sinking, trying to bail water. The more of us bend the water, the more we stay afloat. So we thank y'all. We love y'all. And uh, man, peace. Peace.